Nothing But The Words, episode number 78. Boost your self-confidence and write your book. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candice L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going well. My week has been super busy, but it's going fantastic. If you've ever been to a really great conference, you know how you might come home and you're filled with ideas and adrenaline and motivation to take action. Then you know exactly what I mean. That's where I am right now. I'm riding that conference high. In this case, though, it's not that kind of hype you feel after you listen to a motivational speaker. For me, that tends to fade away after a day or two. It is motivation, yes, but it's also like having a switch flipped in your head because you learned something new that's really important and can re- and can be really positively impactful for you or because you had a breakthrough of some kind. I spent the weekend at an event called Confidence Activated, hosted by my coaching client and friend and now my own coach, Rachel Luna. If you don't know Rachel, I highly suggest that you follow her on Instagram right now. Her handle is at Girl Confident. I may talk more about the event later because I learned a lot of great things there and some of them absolutely apply to writing your book. But for now, I will just say this. If she hosts Confidence Activated again next year, I will absolutely be there. I will block my calendar right now for it a year from now. And I'm telling all the entrepreneurial women I know to do whatever they have to do to join me there too and get the VIP ticket. Totally worth it because Rachel over-delivered for all of us, but especially on the VIP day. Because it was a much smaller group, she could really pour into all of us. It was truly a transformational weekend and I don't use that word lightly. I believe lives were transformed by the coaching people received, the relationships that were established or nurtured, and by what people learned in those rooms. I actually met several people who I know from social media and finally had a chance to really connect with them and talk with them live and in person, and that was absolutely fantastic. The event ended on Sunday, and on Wednesday, I met with my year-long mastermind group. I'm actually a member in this group, not the coach, not the leader, just a participant. All three people on the call, two of whom have known me for years, pointed out how my confidence seemed to have taken a giant leap since they saw me two weeks earlier. And I do feel that. It wasn't really a sense of general confidence increasing in me, but more my confidence around a very specific goal. And you know what? They were right. I left confidence activated with no doubt that I have the ability to learn whatever I need to learn to accomplish this goal. Over three days, my self-confidence was increased. I want that same self-confidence for you when it comes to writing your book. Confidence is a sense of faith or trust. You can have confidence in your partner, confidence in the weather report. You can have confidence that a red light is going to eventually turn green. You can be confident in your ability to bake the perfect German chocolate cake because you've done it a thousand times. Self-confidence, as I'm using the word here, is faith or trust in your own abilities, even when you're doing something completely new. You have the ability to write a world-class book but it can often feel like a far off dream. And when you don't have quick success with your writing efforts, you can start to feel like it's impossible for you. When you develop your self-confidence, however, you increase your belief in your abilities, including your ability to learn new things. 
So with great self-confidence, you don't have to be a great writer. You can trust yourself and have faith in yourself that you can actually learn whatever you need to learn to write a great book. So here are three specific ways you can bolster your self-confidence, which will make it easier for you to write your book. Take stock of your gifts, knowledge, and accomplishments. Remind yourself of what your brain can do and has done by making three lists. First, make a list of the things that come naturally to you, things you seem to be born good at doing. This will be your shortest list, but it doesn't matter if you only have a few things on it. The point is to acknowledge that you did come into this world with some gifts. None of us is blessed with the full package, so don't expect to write a whole page about the gifts that you had when you came to the world. If you do, that's good for you, but most of us won't. This list will show you that if you had never learned to do anything else, you were already good at something without really even trying. Make a second list of all the things you've learned over your lifetime. You'll never be able to remember them all because you've been learning since before you came into the world. You learned to talk and walk unless a physical difference prohibited you from doing so. It's likely you learned to ride a bike and to swim. I can't say I ever really learned to swim. (laughs) I can just barely swim. So good for you if you got that one down, you are ahead of me. You learned some percentage of what your teachers tried to teach you in school. If you can sing the national anthem, if you can say the Pledge of Allegiance, if you can recite a poem you learned in school, you learned all those things. No tidbit of knowledge is too small to add to this list. In fact, you'll probably need to stop when you get tired of writing or when you have at least 50 things on your list because it really could go on forever. Add to it whenever you think of something new, but pay attention to the fact each time you look at that list that this is knowledge you didn't have or skill sets you didn't have that you had to go on and acquire. You are perfectly capable of doing that when it comes to writing your book as well. Your third and final list should be a list of all the goals you've ever accomplished in your life. Things you set out to do, maybe they weren't things that you chose to do, right? Like a lot of us didn't choose that we wanted to go to school and graduate from high school. Our parents chose it for us, but you still did it. You accomplished the goal, even if it was imposed upon you from the outside. Maybe you graduated college or got an advanced degree or two. Maybe you've created a peaceful home for you and your family, or you've earned your first $1,000 in your business. Maybe you finally ran an eight-minute mile, made a perfect risotto, or traveled to a country you had long wanted to visit. These are all goals you've accomplished. Keep writing this list until you have at least 50 goals you've achieved. Don't give up on this. If it gets tough to think of more things and you haven't reached 50 yet, then get granular with it. You graduated college, yes, but you also got to be in that organic chemistry class you thought you would fail. Get that specific if you need to. When you're done, look at these three lists and really soak in the person that they sort of capture on the page there. You are more than your gifts, your knowledge, and your achievements, but that's what we're looking at now. I'm always tickled when we get to the end of the year and my husband and I sit down and review what we've achieved in the last 365 days or so. Never have we gotten to the end of the year and said, yay, we achieved every goal we set for this year. We never get to the end of the year having met all of those goals. And we always get to the end of the year having achieved things that weren't on our goal list to begin with. It boosts my self-confidence when I look at that list and see I really have accomplished some things because the year can pass you by, leaving you feeling like you got nothing done. 
But it reminds me when I look at the list that I can take on new challenges and learn how to do new things. None of your gifts, your knowledge, or your achievements on these lists need to have anything to do with writing. You are not making these lists to develop your writing skills or to identify why you should be a great writer. You're making these lists to prove to your brain that there's no reason why you can't write a book that shakes up the world or a book that breaks hearts or a book that restores hope or does whatever you want your book to do. Now, yes, there are lots of other ways you can increase your self-confidence. Whichever ways you choose really will help you get over any obstacles that arise as you're trying to write your book. Why? Because self-confidence is what inspires us to believe that we can get over any obstacle. Maybe we don't know how now, but we can find out how, we can learn, we have that ability. If you're struggling to trust yourself to write the book you feel called to write, DM me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. I can help you shift your thinking, get past the doubts, and get to writing. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.